Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You're listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited, with your hosts, Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro. Your Baltimore Ravens breakdown of Week 2 begins now. We gotta own it, every single person. So we told the guys in the locker room how we respond to this will be that'll be the story. You gotta finish. That's the main thing because we was up. We study the tape, we figure out what happened, and then we move on. We need to be able to put them down when they're down. Let's come out of here, a better football team for it, and get to work and get ready for the next game against New England in New England. All right, welcome on into another podcast. Week two is in the books. Did not go the way the Ravens would have liked. 42-38 loss to the Miami Dolphins in their home opener. 21-point lead entering the fourth quarter blown. Really tough look for this secondary. We're going to talk about all of that and much more uh, coming up in the next 15-20 minutes or so. But let's first jump into the thing that's on everyone's mind. You can't blow a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter. That, that was just... It's not something that John Harbaugh, the Ravens defense, the Ravens offense, anyone on this football team likes to see, and the fans as well. It's something that they've never done. (laughs) So they saved it for week two, the revenge game, so to speak. Going back to last year, we learned so much about Miami. I know it's a new coaching staff. They've got the speed on offense. They added Tyreek Hill, who whatever he took at halftime came out and torched him. So it's just really a disappointing performance when you think about how one game can really change an NFL schedule, and it can. I know it's just one game, and we heard all the right things post-game, said all the right things. It's just one game. Our season will be defined by how we rebound, which is all very true. But one game can come back to get you, especially when you blow a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter. Well, like you said, it's just one game, but it's not just one game. It's how you lose the game. It's not that, oh, they lost to the Dolphins. They lost to the Dolphins last year. It was somewhat expected this year that it would be a close game. There would be a revenge factor. But to run them out of the building for three quarters and then end up on the doormat on the way out is just truly stunning. And I still think a lot of people are in shock about it. Yeah, the Dolphins, they've really, it was the the shock value of the loss last year. And the Ravens, I mean, they didn't expect to lose last year. Cover zero just ate them up all game long. This time around, it was much different. It was a Ravens offense that seemed very poised for much of this game. The rushing attack still didn't get going. They're really missing J.K. Dobbins, but clearly they don't want to rush him back even though he was a full participant in practice three straight days last week. Maybe we see him next week against the Patriots, but that remains to be seen. So, But, but they need him back on the field because the rushing game aside from Lamar Jackson in this one was really non-existent. Him rushing for more than 100 yards. Again, I mean, 11th game in his career doing that, setting an NFL record. Um, that was huge, but you know, you need to get the ground game going first offensively. 
rest of it looked good to me as far as, I mean, through the air, the receivers, they were one of the biggest question marks uh, heading into this season. Bateman stepped up, Demarcus Robinson, the offseason acquisition stepped up, and then Duvernay doing it on the special teams as well. So um, they tried to hit on all three phases of the game, but it kind of fell apart. And that's something else we're going to get into. Uh, Morgan is the defense, the secondary, and what really happened there, the collapse in the fourth. Yeah, it was like a tale of two halves, right? I mean, they started out fast. They didn't do that against the Jets. You love to see it. They are finally calling run plays for Lamar Jackson. One of them was a 79-yard touchdown. Also put him in record-setting company in the NFL solo by himself, no longer with Michael Vick. We'll get into that in just a second. (laughs) But it's the second half adjustments, and I think it's just running out of healthy talent on defense. I also think it's a first-year defensive coordinator. I think it's a combination of the offense kind of stalling out a little bit in the second half because they can't run the football. Questionable going for it on fourth and one to set up Miami's comeback. I don't understand that. Pin them. Let your defense do its job because up until that point, it had. But big plays. Getting beat big plays. You cannot do it. John Harbaugh talked about the secondary and how doesn't care who's out there. Excuse me, this is not COVID. <laughs> I've just lost my voice a little bit. That you cannot get beat deep over your head. It cannot be blown coverage. And that happened in three big plays out of those four fourth quarter Miami touchdowns, which was just killer to anything that the Ravens had going. And when you when you combine that with the offense not clicking in the second half, it was just a disaster waiting to happen and it hit them. And I think this game out of all the games that we're going to see is going to kind of be the outlier as far as the receivers they're facing goes, because you're not going to see speed. It's real speed. That one, two punch with Jalen Waddle and Tyree. Maybe the Bengals twice though. Yeah. But as far as speed and acceleration goes, those two guys are two of the fastest in the league. I mean, Madden says so. So they have to be. You got to go by the Madden rating. You got Marcus Peters (laughs) in his first game back. It showed. You have Marlon Marlon Humphrey who was limited and he even left a little bit. Still that kind of groin and no update afterwards, but he said it's kind of the same lingering thing. So you got your two, Best corners really either not up to full speed or not in there. And then you got a bunch of rookies on the back end. And and I know Pepe is a rookie. Pepe Williams, he's a rookie, uh, but he played the majority of the game. He got hurt the play before that touchdown, the go ahead score to Jalen Waddell. And, you know, it stinks. It stinks to see, but this defense is secondary. They really need to come alive next week because week one, the defensive line did its job. Um, First half against the Dolphins seemed like the defensive line was really doing its job. And then that all fell apart in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. It brings me to a couple of points here. You were uh, bringing up the uh, defense doing its job in the first half. Um, Dolphins on third down were 7 of 11. Uh, That is just too good for a team that had been struggling all game. That led to a time of possession discrepancy that was nine minutes in favor of the Finns. And then to hit on the secondary points, home crowd was amazing, right? right? They were loud. Mm-hmm. But this is a young secondary that hasn't played at home yet in front of a huge crowd. And you talk about how that noise can disrupt an offense. But one of the things that I kept hearing throughout the preseason while you guys were getting sound is that, oh, our communication's good. We're, you know, we're good on that level. You get into a game and that crowd is roaring someone's running behind you and you don't know if you're in cover two or man. Yeah. And we saw that today. They could not communicate with each other effectively. And that was brought up in some of the sound as well. When you start to see pointing after a touchdown, and that <laughs> yeah. was happening a lot with rookie Kyle Hamilton, yep. 
it's not a good look right now. Doesn't mean it can't get corrected. No, it's, yeah, big it's plays early. are big plays. The Ravens had plenty of their own. Yep. And if they would have gotten a first down here or there, not gone for it on the fourth down to give Miami the ball back to start this whole like trajectory of coming back in the fourth quarter, then I think things could have been different. I will say this. Marcus Williams has been the bright spot of this defense oh, early yeah. on. Three picks, two games. He had two picks all of last year. And he, and he... almost had another one today <laughs> that would have completely yep. wiped out a touchdown yep. for Miami. So yeah. it's just the little things that can happen in games. One play really can be a big deal. Showing he's worth every cent of that five-year, $70 million contract. <laughs> well, I want your opinion on this because – I've heard it from a couple you know, post-game sounds. I've been a fan in the stands losing my voice, you know, rooting for a defense. But a lot of these guys are talking about communication. Does it get to a point where that, quote, home field advantage with the noise can actually be a problem for the defense in a game like this when momentum starts to slide and they just need to talk with each other over you know, these big passing plays? Could it? Maybe. Do I buy that? Absolutely not. One guy, Chuck Clark, green dot, yep. has it, communicate it, go. You're playing defense. A lot of times in the secondary, you're on your own. They can be on the island with their corners and wanting back-end help. Depends on what they're in. It is all brand new, and there are a lot of moving pieces. I think that might play into it, but you can never be like, this home crowd was yeah, so loud it messed up all. our defense. No, that's, it's loud I mean, it's time. a fair it's argument, but I would never want to hear yep. that. As a competitor I, and as I, a player right. on defense. I agree with you, Morgan, and I think it's And more you could of, hear a pen drop, yeah, couldn't you? you? You really could in the locker yeah. room after the game and, <laughs> I mean, on the field after that go-ahead touchdown to Jalen Waddell. But I just think it's a mixture of, of the rookies, the vets, first-year defensive coordinator, and Mike McDonald. So they'll get it together, I'm sure of that. It's just, you know... Sometimes these things happen. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. But let's talk about Mr. Consistency, Lamar Jackson. Unbelievable game for him. Three touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. Um, first quarterback in NFL history to have a passing touchdown of 75 yards or more and a rushing touchdown of 75 yards or more in the same game. Broke Michael Vick's record. Right. Of 11 career, 100 yard rush for, for a quarterback. Yeah. For a quarterback, we had to make sure that was it because, right. you know, obviously, but quarterback record, uh, 11 games, 100 yards or more on the ground. So he had a phenomenal game, but he was asked after the game about that. And I mean, Lamar gave a great answer. He doesn't care about the records if this team doesn't get the win. And that's how it should be as the starting quarterback and the leader. No, I want to win. That, that record don't mean nothing. If you ain't winning, you know, they didn't let that. The, the, what it was, we was up 21 or something like that. They didn't let that define them. You know, they kept playing. That's what we got to do. You know, got to finish. When we up, this is the NFL. Keep doing what we're doing. Put the points on the board. That was a good team win for them, though. He's been consistent with that theme, and I, and I do believe it. You know, he wants to win. I think this is twofold. I think it shows the special talent that he is, how he's the best guy on the field, how, yes, he should be paid, but how – you realize you can't pay and put everything into one person because look at what he did today, and then the defense does what it does in the fourth quarter. 
It's just kind of a balance of the roster collectively, all the units must be clicking, can't make big mistakes, can't give up the big play. And unfortunately, it got him today multiple times in the fourth quarter. And we've heard all about Tua Tungavola. Can't throw it deep, can't do this, can't do that. But he's kind of found his groove a little bit, maybe just a little bit of a late bloomer, and they kind of got caught off guard. No, I would definitely agree. And Tua did a lot of that in covering him at Alabama. A lot of like the quick hit plays, I mean, threw the ball deep, hitting his speedy receivers. Like This offense is starting to come together for Tua, and I don't know if it's it's McDaniel coming in. I don't know if it's having Tyreek Hill, one of the best, one of the fastest wide receivers in the league. You combine him with Jalen Waddle, that one-two punch. But I mean, he's starting to click. He's starting to groove. And that hip injury, it's starting to seem like a thing of the past because it was bothering him early on in his career. But you know, beat the Ravens today, six touchdowns. Um, just unbelievable performance from him and the Dolphins. You got to give credit where credit's due. While the second half looks bad, I do think it's correctable defensively yes these are big plays with guys getting behind you he's not mm-hmm. threading the needle it wasn't some massive thing it's like no you got beat blown coverage yeah and then blown coverage on or top confusion of it. either or like we, we couldn't really tell from that yeah. point in time but too yeah. much talent in that secondary to see it happen no, consistently sure. throughout the season not worried about it from that point but it's still what worries you is this is one game you were up 21 yeah and if we if we look at the schedule come December and January and there's a one game weird nugget in there or a wild card situation or an AFC tiebreaker, this is one that can come back and get you. Yeah, I think the nerves and the overreaction that should be put at a minimum this week. Listen, fans are allowed to be fans and freak out over a loss like this, but it's week two. This is a team with so much talent. We've seen it at practice. We've seen it in the games. They'll bounce back. And, and I'm sure of that. It's a double dose of reality check as a fan, which is this is a team that finished under 500 last year. Right. You can't expect them to come out and just totally boss the division again and run away with it. And injuries are still an issue. Right. Yeah. And then the other part of that reality check is, like you guys said, it's one game and this is a veteran coaching staff that has been together. If there's one that knows how to respond to it, it's this one. The only thing I hope comes out of this, and I think it can, and maybe this is just me being kind of negative Nancy. <laughs> I don't think so. You you hear it from the Ravens. They've been saying it forever. Lamar kind of started it in 19 when this was really his team. Certainly heard it last year. Heard it this year. Stop talking about the Super Bowl. Please. Game by game. Week by week. We know how wild the NFL is. The Bengals should have had a Super Bowl. <laughs> Should have had a Super Bowl, and now they're 0-2. It's just reality checks across the league. The salary cap makes sure of it. The injury makes sure of, injuries make sure of it. I just want them to go week by week, slow it down, whether they believe it or not. I think that mindset will be helpful, and I think we heard a little bit of that today. Just like, slow down. Let's stop doing big picture. Let's just focus on New England, and we really heard that today. Well, it's going to New England is going to be an immediate test. You don't get to stay home. You don't get to you know, relax a little bit after this. You got to study up because you know Belichick is going to prepare his team to exploit every single weakness that you just put on tape today. And there yeah. there were a lot of weaknesses that were put mm-hmm. on tape today. And 
that that's got to be a coach's room up in New England that is licking their chops to face this defense right now, even with an inexperienced quarterback and maybe fewer weapons than we're used to seeing when we go up there. And this isn't the 11-12, not scared to go play in New England. Like, those guys are gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got Justin Tucker left from the Super Bowl. <laughs> you got Josh Bynes left from the Super Bowl. I mean, them going in New England and not being scared of the Patriots, Tom Brady's gone, all of that, it doesn't matter anymore. That's The Patriots are a weird team as well, you know, kind of finding their way. So I think it will be a very interesting matchup. Huge test on the road, like you said, Jeffy. And we will be talking Ravens-Pats all week long on Sports Unlimited. That is a wrap on week two of this podcast. Before we let you go, though, I got to ask this. Uh-oh. Yeah. How do you get over your worst day at work? What, what, is, what is your comfort food when you get home? And it, outside of the bottle of wine or... I was going to say, do I, do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What, what food are you plowing into in the uh, snack cabinet? Um, I've seen your diet, Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to HR again. <laughs> um, I probably go with, honestly... A hoagie or like a pizza. That's a sub for non-Philadelphia uh, yeah, people. Anyway, we'll have that. <laughs> My Midwesters. It's, a, yeah, right. it's yeah. a sandwich. It's called a hoagie. Hoagie fest. Can't uh, can't drop any names right now, but you know, it's the uh, go-to buffalo chicken, breaded buffalo chicken hoagie. Um, that, that's that's probably the go-to or a pizza. What about you guys? Well, mine is a lot of cursing. <laughs> yep. You said the alcohol, but I've been. Nine months sober. <laughs> pregnant. Um, so can't do that one. Probably just sweets. You know, chocolate, like cookies, like, you know, anything that's bad for you in that in that way. But usually when I'm angry, I'm quiet. And that's like kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> the horror, like the Ravens locker room after. Yeah, game. you can hear a pen drop if I'm angry. But a bad day at work leaving and caring about. I don't want to hurt any Ravens fans or disrespect any Ravens players. But this is, we record this, give or take, five hours after the game maybe, depending on what our work schedules are like. I don't think a lot of them are thinking about this loss anymore. No. They're pros. Yeah. They make a lot of money. Not that they don't take it seriously. Not that they don't work hard. But I promise you, they're not taking this home and eating and binge eating. No. Or binge yeah, drinking. Not at all. They're world-class <laughs> yeah. athletes. Maybe yeah. rehabbing right? their yeah. bodies because exactly. they hurt. But I promise you they don't take it home Going with to the them like you room, do as a fan. Going their bodies, relaxing, resting. Thanks for ruining Look at their bank account. High-quality H2O. Count Bobby those millions. <laughs> I just, Drinking you just up. totally ruined my image of Calais Campbell tearing into a pint of ice cream. <laughs> I <laughs> hope no he tomorrow. doesn't care and cry. <laughs> right? He probably is the guy that does, though. It's oh, the year two people you hope care a little bit <laughs> right? more. <laughs> anyway thank you for tuning in for week two the ravens fall to the miami dolphins 42 38 they fall to one-on-one on the season week three it's on to foxborough take on the new england patriots see you next sunday you've been listening to the flock on fox 45 podcast presented by sports unlimited Stay up to date on the latest Ravens coverage. Check the Sports Unlimited tab on foxbaltimore.com. 